Teens Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton. And as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say queens rule, but they don't. Queens lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. They're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queens Lead Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Queen's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton, and I have with me today, Sarah Kinlan. She is from Ontario, Canada. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, Amy. So great to be here. Glad to have you and your beautiful new kitchen that was just remodeled before COVID. She was telling me we forgot on. Check that out. It's beautiful. I love the, the tile. It's nice. It's a Thank nice you. look. Uh, so tell us who you are and what your business is. Yeah. So I'm Sarah Kinlan. I'm a mindset coach and motivational speaker. Um, uh, my business name is Pearl Performance Incorporated, and I help women develop the right balance of grit and grace to achieve unimaginable goals with ease. So really right. making, so I don't like to do hard. I like to break it down into easy steps. So yeah. Yeah. Everything is digestible one step at a time, right? Totally. Totally. Achievable rather. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So tell us, would you like to tell us a little bit about your background and kind of what led up to Pearl Performance? Because that a lot yeah. of our guests are like either already an entrepreneur and going, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? Or they're in nine to five and they think they want to do this other thing over here, but we want to always make it like super clear. Like we're not going to tell you and crush your dreams, but we're going to be real with you about what that takes. So tell us exactly. your background and what yeah. it took to get here. Yes. Yeah, so I am doing both. I am in the entrepreneur world and in the nine to five. Um, All right. and I've been doing that for about, eight, about 18 months now and loving it. And as I st started at the beginning, I'm doing it with ease. Um, everything in my life is just flowing really nicely right now. So, um, I worked in the corporate world for over 20 years now in a variety of leadership roles. I've been leading people since the day I started there, leading co-op students, engineers, supervisors, had teams of up to like 75 people below me. I love leading people. Um, I always say the number one job of a leader is to grow more leaders. So I love what you're That's doing it. with this show, the Queens lead. It's amazing. It. Um, so yeah, I've been leading people, but it got to be that if I wanted to keep going with my corporate career, first of all, I was giving up a lot of time at home because it was a lot of hours. Um, yeah. I was on my phone all the time until I fell asleep. And then when I woke up, I was back on it. So um, it just became a lifestyle that it wasn't my best life. Although I loved mm -hmm. my job. I loved the people that I worked with. I loved like we were in manufacturing, like I love the numbers. I love getting things out the door, meeting the customer's needs. I loved all of it, but it was just not, it was too much. It was all corporate, right? So yeah. I still have, so I took kind of a lateral move um, into a last busy job. I don't have a team below me anymore. I'm in a global role, so I work from home. Um, and so that has given me this luxury of time where I've created my own business and I'm serving clients in a very similar way, but on my own terms, right? Mm, so I'm helping mm. my clients achieve goals um, and, and get after their best life. So it's been super fulfilling for me while keeping my nine to five going because I have that security part about my personality. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, many of um, us do. Yeah, so, but it's working for me. Um, yeah, I've been back to school. I've been teaching. I've been doing lots of things 
just finding ways to accomplish more um, in my life. So it's been lots of fun. That is fun. So yeah. instead of this was a discussion I just had with a, a previous guest, um, leading within the constraints of a company or a corporate mm-hmm. structure is so much different than leading your own self and others on your terms. Can you tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about the way that looks different for you now versus leading those 75 under that corporate umbrella? Yes, totally. Leading self has been interesting. Um, I think e- I think it's easier because I'm so motivated by what I'm doing. Like it's mm-hmm. not work. Running my company is not work at all. It's so much fun. Like I get giddy with excitement. Like I hop out of bed excited to achieve my goal. So yeah. that that has, that is probably the best. Although in the corporate world, anytime like if I had a one to one conversation, I would always leave that conversation feeling energized. Right? I went might have an employee come in, sit down. They're crying their head off. They're totally overwhelmed. And by the end of the conversation, we've broken it down. They're able to understand what their next step is, feel like they can achieve their goals, and move forward. And that always made me feel so good. And so now I'm doing that with all different clients, clients around the world, working in all different industries, right? It's not just this little box of people. I've, my network has expanded so much. I never, like a year ago, would have never thought I'd be on a podcast with Amy Singleton. Here I am, you know? (laughs) Here you are. (laughs) Look at you. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just been really expansive. I think the word I often use is grit and having that like growth mindset and just being open to so much. So I'm really in this growth season of life and it's wonderful. Yeah. That's fun. That's a really fun time to be in. So tell us a little bit about, um, I just lost my, my thought fell completely out of my head. Please edit. Uh, Oh, oh. wow, I really, it really fell completely out of my head. It was going to, I was going to ask something about, um, about leadering and, and it just fell out. So sorry. That's okay. That's totally okay. So what kind of industries have you been exposed to since, um, since going out on your own versus what you've been used to repeated over time? Yeah. So the Biggest one for me, I always wanted to be a teacher growing up. In fact, after Mm. university, I applied to teacher's college a few different times. Apparently, I partied a little too much in university because my marks weren't good enough to get into teacher's college. Um, So, But the path worked out the way that it is. But I have been working with a lot of people in the education sector because it's really interesting to me. Um, And I I actually have gone back to school myself. I'm working on an adult education degree. Oh, wow. 80% 80% of the way there. One wow. more course to go in September. Yeah. So heck yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, a lot of people in the education world, which is super interesting. The most interesting thing to me is how many people do research in education, but yet I worked in, in like the education realm of corporate for many years and no one ever did any research on our company. So it's just interesting. Like there's what like are you a, researching? Bit of, a bit of a disconnect. Yeah. So I was oh, working funny. for a huge company, right? So anyway, it's interesting, yeah. but yeah, lots of people in ed- education, um, p- clients with all different goals too, right? So I have one client who works in corporate, is enjoying their job fine, but wanted more in their home life. And so we worked mm. on a goal for them in their home life. Um, and his goal was to spend 30 minutes a day outside. That's what he started with his goal. And 
from that, he, he, he always enjoyed time outside, but it wasn't a habit for him. And he started mm-hmm. spending more and more time outside. And he had, had been into like canoeing and camping and things like that. But then he kind of lost it when he got into his corporate world. And so yeah. he got back into all of that, but also got back into volunteering and giving back to his community and teaching other kids like him that grew up in the, in the inner city to be like, oh, we can get outside. We can enjoy nature. So he's wow. volunteering with this group and getting other kids like him to enjoy the outdoors as well. And it all started from just this goal of I'm going to get outside 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Isn't it amazing when you start to improve one thing, how everything else just happens because Mm -hmm. you just want that next level of excellence in your life and you see the benefit of it, right? Like my husband and I started a little over a year ago on just kind of a, well, uh, just trying to be more well, just trying to eat better and move more and all those things. And it's like, we're not doing it for the reasons we did it for way back when like vanity metrics, like, Oh, I'm so fat. It's like, now we're in our forties and we're just going, we're doing it for the right reasons now. And so it sticks, you know, and you want more of that, that success. And you just get to add on those pieces. What a great story. I love that. Yeah. It's so, it's so great when you know that, like when I set goals with my clients, I definitely think I ask them, how are you going to feel? when you achieve that goal yeah. and knowing how achieving the goal is going to make you feel gets you to a whole new place, right? If you think every morning, how you're going to feel at the end, it's easier to get after that goal. Right. Yeah. So my, my goal is I I write this in my journal all the time. I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm a world-renowned speaker, coach, and educator. I help women develop the right balance of grit and grace to achieve unimaginable goals with ease. I feel free. I feel unique. I feel valued. And so that feeling of freedom, unique, valued, that's what gets me out of bed every day. That's how I want to feel. I feel like I'm making difference in these people's lives, right? Mm. I love that you write that, you write that goal or that, that kind of, uh, that North, that North star to me, it's it's more Mm -hmm. of a, more of a purpose than a short-term goal for sure. That's something you're always going to be working toward. And I love that you write that down. I had a coach one time tell me to write, um, similar, but it's my obituary, write your obituary and read it every day. What are they going to say? And it's been interesting to see over the last year or two, how that's changed. Yeah. What I thought I wanted people to say at my funeral versus what I want them to say now. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that's been a really nice guiding star for, for me as well, wow. to, to write those things down and read them out loud, out loud. I do so yes. much stuff out loud because I know that in mm-hmm. between these two ears is my biggest, uh, comp- competition, competitor, okay. critic, all of it is here. And you don't realize until you start saying stuff out loud, how often you say it. Amazing. Yes, exactly. And that's the yeah. thing. That's the way adults learn. That's why the adult education piece is so interesting because adults learn through repetition right? Yeah. So if you read that, read those words or say those words every single day, it gets into your subconscious. You don't even have to think about it. For me, for example, like I take action towards my goal without thinking about it because I know what my goal is. It's in my head. Right. So you asked me, you asked me if I want to be on your podcast. It's like, well, you're in a different country and I want to be a world renowned speaker. These things line up. Here we go. I love it. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah and amazing. I got hookups. Listen, you don't even know, like I know people with podcasts in Costa Rica and in Taiwan yeah. and in Nicaragua and in other, you know, in, in, uh, in, uh, Australia and all kinds of other places. I got you world. We'll hook you up. It's yeah. Yes. Heck yeah. That's what it's all about. <laughs> 
Yeah. So amazing. going back to the question that fell out of my head earlier, and if that didn't get edited out, sorry, that was awkward. Okay. Um, <laughs> so did you have, you, you'd always been in corporate, like you said, you went to university, then you landed in corporate, you were in leadership and all of these structured things. Was there an example of somebody in your life? You mentioned you have a huge swath of siblings and a big family. Yeah. Um, but was there, was there somebody, was there an entrepreneur or a business owner in your life that made you go, I can do that. I can do this thing because for me, there really wasn't that example in my life. So I didn't even know that entrepreneurship was possible for me until much later on in life. Yeah. So I wonder how it came to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, came to me in one of my coworkers actually walked in okay. one day and quit her job. And I was like, but what are you going to do? And she didn't know she didn't have it figured out. And so she started a business, her business didn't work out. She went back to corporate and now she's back in business again. And I actually ran into her on the side of the football field and our kids were the same age. Our oldest sons were the same age and they went to like school for their first two or three years together. We lived in the same neighborhood, but then we moved uh -huh. away. So I hadn't really seen her in like 10 years, mm -hmm. but then we didn't move that far away because our kids ended up at the same high school. Yeah. And we ended up on the same football team. And wow. I walk, I ran into her on the football field and I was like, so what are you up to now? And she's like, well, I'm doing coaching mindset coaching. And I was like, sign me up. And yeah, she was, she okay. was the person. So I did a six month intensive thinking into results program with her, learned how my thoughts control my actions, control my results. And my business was born and here I am. So and it was all are. that chance meeting on the side of a football field. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. So yeah. you, you talk about kids playing football. How old are your kids? Let's talk about your family oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit and how they played into your business. Yeah, I have, I have three of the best kids in the whole world. I, I guess it starts with the fact that I have this husband that like we met over 25 years ago. We're still really pukily in love. Um, we're so blessed. But our three kids, Frank is 18. Uh, so okay. he finishes first year of college in agriculture. Um, Charlie oh. is 15 and just finished second year of high school and is playing football all the time, football, football, football. Um, and then we have a little princess named Libby. She's nine. Aww. So, and Libby is, well, they all have an entrepreneurial spirit, but Libby already started her own business. It's called Libby's cookies. You can catch her on Thursday nights at the local farmer's market. So she bakes nice. cookies and sells them. It. Yeah. She's amazing. So. Heck yeah. Now, when you say football, is this American football? Like I know, or you mean soccer? Yeah. No, American okay. football. I wasn't like, sure know. where Canada yeah. fell on that <laughs> yeah. spectrum. So. Yeah. Depends <laughs> which Canadian. Yeah. Right. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. Yes. If I say yeah. football to a lot of my international friends, they're like, but really you don't mean football, do you? I'm like, no, I mean American <laughs> <Yeah>. football. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely American football. We are Buffalo Bills fans, actually. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah. I love yeah. it. That's so. great. Yes, my, yeah. my 14 year old, almost 15 year old is, has been playing since he was five and, and we're mm. in fully into high school now. So yeah, wow. all those mom worries, same. I feel mm. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he had to miss work on Monday because he had a football injury and then he thought, thought he could still go to football practice. I'm like, no, that is not how it works. No work, yeah, no, no football. Like, sorry, dude. That's a, yeah, you're too sore to work. Ourselves. You're too sore to go to football. Like you're not to do the thing that hurt you. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. They don't think beyond yeah. much like that yeah. next step. Do they? 
no teenage brain for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you talked about having about the best spouse in the world. Um, can you tell us about how, how, what did he think when you decided yeah. to start all this and, and what has that dynamic been like with your family? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a lot, you say you have a lot of free time, but still, this is probably taking some of your attention. Um, totally. So- yeah. Um, he's just so proud. Like every time, like when I all like, I text him every time I'm like, I just signed a new client or I just like signed to do this podcast or signed to do this keynote or whatever it is. I always yeah. text him. He's like, I'm so proud of you, babe. God, yes. so nice. yeah. yeah. We have to have yeah. that cheerleader. Yeah. But yet he's still, he's a little nervous about me giving up the corporate nine to five. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We kind of have a timeline on that, that we've agreed on. So yeah. <laughs> kind of set some yeah. goals for yourself. Yes, we definitely have a goal. Yeah. So nice. So, yeah, All right. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. tell us about your program. I know you've just okay. launched a 10 week, um, a 10 week offer that yeah. is going to help some people move from point A to point B and hopefully some other points, like your other client testimonial you shared. Tell us about your program. Yeah. So, um, it's a 10 week coaching program. We do, um, it's seven one-to-one calls with me. Um, the first one is really about setting your goal. Um, the first call is always the funnest. I just did one of these the other night with a client and I was like in tears when I got off the phone with her because it's really magical. I do a reflection to figure out what what people have always wanted to do, what people think they might do when they retire, what things they've never done before. And from that, you figure out a theme and they figure out what their goal is. Mm. And then we talk about how they're going to feel when they achieve that goal. And then they write it out in that format that I mentioned. I'm so happy and grateful now that I've done this, I feel this. And Mm. when I have the client read that back to me, I always type it on the screen for them and they read it back to me. It's just like so magical. So week one is all about goal setting. We do introduce the concept of journaling because I believe journaling is important to get after your goals. Writing that goal every day gets it into your subconscious and really helps you stay focused. The Mm. next weeks we talk about grit. So grit is really perseverance for that goal. But the thing is, is that there is a lot of grit in this world that's negative, right? There's a lot of hustle culture and Mm. that's not the kind of grit I want to talk about. I want to talk about perseverance and having an open mind and being willing to try new things because you never know what trying something new might lead you to. Right. That's right. Then we talk about grace, the ability to forgive yourself, but again, you can't just be all forgiveness. Oh, I'll do that all tomorrow. Like you do need to push yourself. So you need that right balance of grit and grace. We craft up some individualized grace affirmations for people so each, each client or audience, depending on how, how we're doing this, because I do, I, I do similar, I guess we're talking about the coaching program, but I would do something similar as a workshop as well. Okay. Gotcha. Um, like an interactive workshop. Um, so t- talking about grace, like I write my grace affirmations is I am strong. I am beautiful. I can do all of this. It is safe for me to be brave, to take risks and to have fun. So these things are in my journal. They're in my brain all the time, but all of my clients have always had something completely different, but it's meaningful for them. And same thing. We do like Mm -hmm. a reflection to get them to that point of what's meaningful for them. And so many times for me personally, I've been thinking, oh, I have too much to do. And then I say, oh, I am strong. I'm beautiful. I can do all of this. Right. And then it just, it's fine. 
right? Um, so we talk about grit and grace, then we talk about flow and ease. So I mentioned how I'm in this state of flow. And if you really believe in the state of flow, your life will happen so easily. And so uh, like, I don't do hard. If things start to get hard, I've learned to stop. I walk out to the forest, I go have a glass of water, take some deep breaths, come back and it's easy. So mm -hmm. um, I'm really, I have been in this beautiful state of flow for the last 18 months and it's wonderful. And it's allowed That's me the to definition. so much. Yeah. 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 Get that, that flow, what you're describing is, um, yeah, it, it's the definition of, of success to me, you know, being yeah. able to not try so hard and no. and i didn't understand what people used to mean when they used to say quit trying so hard mm -hmm. i didn't get what that meant but it really does taking what you take what you said walk out the door yeah. go into nature get away yeah. go go yes. walk out your front door whatever it is yeah. like yeah disconnecting from that struggle is so impactful yeah yeah so that. so yeah we talk a lot about flow and ease and then in the final weeks we talk about the importance <clears throat> of rest and like just turning it off. Right. And mm -hmm. I've learned on Saturday and Sunday, I do that. I don't work on Saturday, Sunday. I might add the odd Instagram story or something like that, but yeah. like, it's always related to what I'm doing on the weekend, having fun resting because then Monday is my favorite day of the week because I'm so freaking productive. Like I could run my whole business just on Mondays because wow. I get so much done because I've rested. So mm -hmm. Um, the importance of rest and the importance of journaling we talk about. And then we take mm -hmm. a few weeks to do that, to rest and to practice all those things. And then the final week is a wrap-up call. So that's the 10-week coaching program. It's pretty transformational for my clients. And for me, I know I'm doing the right thing because it makes me feel so good. I know that I'm right yeah. where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm hearing is you don't necessarily have to come to you with a goal already in mind. You're going to help them. Not develop that goal could be, totally. I want to get outside more often. I want to get more fit or I want to become an entrepreneur and I don't know what to do. It could yeah. be yeah. anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Could be, I, you know, I want to spend more time with my kids. It could, whatever it is where it requires a mindset shift. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 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 I so, worked with a client recently that wanted to get a job in a different city. That's their goal, right? Mm -hmm. And and had a salary expectation around that that we were able to talk about and help her through some money blocks there where she didn't think she was worth that much money. And it was like, yeah, actually you are. Like you have a yeah. great resume, you know? And money is not evil. You're still going to be a great person if you make $10,000 more a year. It's okay, you know? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how much are, are people's mindsets wrapped up around money? Oh, money, money blocks are huge for people. Yeah. Yeah. Huge, yeah. huge. I'm still getting over mine. Like yeah. I am, I have come so far from yeah. the way I grew up to where I am now, but I mean, like I can imagine, yeah. what, uh, you know, the yeah. way that the form and some people that come to you, the way they're, yes. they are when they come they're to wired. You. Yeah, yeah, wired up. Uh, yeah, they're wired that way. Like if you think you deserve to make fifty thousand dollars a year, you're going to make fifty thousand dollars a year. If you think you deserve to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. So mm -hmm. why not think more? Why not think bigger? And if you think I only need fifty thousand dollars a year to live, fine. But use the other fifty thousand for good. 
Yeah. You know, right? don't I want to make so much money. Like I can yeah, give it like, away. Like I want to make yeah. stupid amounts of money. There's a yeah. lot of nonprofits that I would love to just dump a heap of money exactly. on. Exactly. Come yes. on. All yeah. the children can have the money, you know, right. every breakfast yeah. program in America can be funded. Right. So that's it. Because once you reach to a certain level, like it, it's just, it's a game right? You, yeah. you finally get to the point where you're like, okay, we're all at a poker table and yes. we don't get to take any of these chips with us. So figure out how to trade your chips the best and do the most yeah. with your chips while you're at the table and then get out. I mean, yeah, exactly. you know, it is a game and it becomes fun if you yeah. gamify it, but getting over yeah. that heap of knowing, you know, what you deserve one, but the biggest mindset for me was uh, the evilness of money and, yeah. you know, the, the um, excess of it all. Yes. Yes. It's hard to yes. Get over. A lot of, a lot of women feel that as well. You are going to be the same amazing person you are today right. when you make a million dollars a year. You're, right. you are not going to change. Yeah. You'll still be a great person. Right. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Convincing people of that is, is, is hard. Yeah. I have a goal about money. I, I'm so happy and grateful that money flows to me on a continuous basis in increasing quantities from multiple sources. Mm. And I think for me for 20 years, it was, I only work for this one company. Like how dare yeah. I seek other sources of income? And yeah. now I like have many sources of income and it's wonderful. It's right? wonderful, right? That mailbox money just keeps on coming. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah. I remember so many times saying from teenagerhood to, you know, mid twenties, late twenties saying, I just want enough to make, com be comfortable. I just want enough to not worry about bills. I just want enough to just enough, yeah. just enough. And I repeated that to myself so many times. Mm -hmm. And it's those things we say to ourselves that make us believe yeah. it. Right. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast. Um, uh, John Maxwell was a speaker at the mm -hmm. event. We just came back from, he was our keynote yeah. speaker and um, has been coaching our mastermind group. And it's been a fantastic revelation of leadership and understanding. But one of the things he said was, he heard another speaker when he was very, very young say, if I could give you one piece of advice, it would be to sit on the edge of your bed every single morning and say, do it now, do it now, do it now, do it now 50 times. And to sit on the edge of your bed every single night and to say, do it now, do it now 50 times every morning and every night. And at the end of one week, the next thing you have a fear over doing, like, should I, or if you're worried about taking action, you were talking about being a person yeah. of action toward your goals. It's going to be in your mind. Do it now. Okay. Here I, I'm going to do it now, yeah. right now, before yeah. I get scared, afraid anyway, yeah. do it now. And that was yeah. like, I was like, there you go. Amazing. Amazing. Do it now. So do good. Now. Well, I, I'm going to try that for a week. Sure. A speaker, Eileen Wilder, yeah. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram. She's incredible. She was a pastor and now she's a leadership coach and speaker and author and all kinds yeah. of things. And that's her thing during her keynote. She'll, that the way that she engages people is she say, okay, do it now. And the whole crowd says, yeah. do it now. And I'm Amazing. Like, I get it, I get Amazing. it now because it does that stuff gets stuck in your head. Yes. Yeah, but I love that you have your, your clients journal it. Yes. Talk to you me about the journaling. Good. Yeah. Journaling because gets the good things in your head. Okay. Talk to me about journaling. Is there a right way? Is there a wrong way? Do you just stream of thought it and write the same word over and over until you think of something to say? Yeah. I tried so, so many different things. Yeah. Journaling is interesting. It's a very interesting thing. It's a very masculine thing. You would think maybe it's not, but it is actually a get done thing. 
for many mm. people. So it's like, mm. I have to journal, so I have to get it done. Yeah. Um, and there is no right or wrong. I journal in a, I'm a little bit analytical. So I have a degree in chemistry. I, you know, I, nice. I follow, I'm learning to embrace my orange, have fun personality, but I am a gold organized rule follower. So okay, working on these two things. Um, yeah. But I, so I write my goal in my journal. I write a grit statement. So my grit statement is faith over fear. I live my life freely and on my own terms, spend mm-hmm. the most time doing what I want to and love to do. I try new things, I'm growing. So I write that in my journal every day. It's in my head. And then if somebody says, hey, you want to go get a tattoo? I'm like, hey, I've never gotten a tattoo. Let's go for it. You know, because yeah. I'm trying new things. Don't ask me if I want to go for it. <laughs> Come on. Sure. I probably will. But I, a year ago, I would have said I'm never getting a tattoo. Yeah. But now I'm like, I'm going to have an open mind yeah. and try, try things. Right. I have my whole world has opened up by saying yes. So, um, so I write my grit statement. I try new things. I am growing. I write my grace affirmations. I said, I mentioned those earlier. Um, I might write down a few things I want to get done in the day, but I might not. Um, I think that's the thing about being in flow. I have less to do list because I think everything will just get done when it needs to get done. And I don't really worry about that. Um, if there's something critical that I can't forget about, I just set an alarm on my phone. Um, but then, you know, some people will use their journal as a dump of negative emotion and just Mm. get it out of their system. For me, my journal is like this happy, positive place. So I don't Mm -hmm. tend to do that. If I'm getting rid of my negative, I go out into the forest and scream. Um, (laughs) maybe write it down and tear it up. That's what my grandfather told me to do. Yeah. You get angry at someone, write him a letter tear it up and throw it in your own trash can. Yes. And yeah. And we, we have a wood (laughs) stove in the winter, so I can't tell you how many notes I've burnt or even thrown a thought in like a thought that I don't deserve to make this much money. Like write that down, throw it in the fire, like, Mm. you know, burn those bad thoughts. Right. I love that. Very That is very therapeutic. Yeah. Mm. And then I also use my journal for like business ideas. So if like, um, if I'm meeting with somebody new networking, I will always take notes right into my journal because that's where all the goodness of my business is held. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I've been filling journals like mad over the last 18 months. Yeah. And the other thing about journaling is I use colored pens. So I have Mm. an assortment of all different colors of pens because that's more fun and we need (laughs) fun every day. And also when you go back and read it, like a few weeks later, you might have other thoughts about it. And then I just layer that with a different color and put the date, Mm. a different color when I had those thoughts. So it's Mm, just interesting that that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. I like just kind of keeping something all in the same place, ideas, thoughts, affirmations, all of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just one spot. Yeah. So why Pearl? I didn't ask that up front. Where's the name of your business come from? Yeah. So first of all, to make a pearl takes grit. Um, and pearls are very unique and valuable, of course. But my daughter's middle name is Pearl. So she's Libby Pearl. And she got her middle name from uh, my husband's mom. Uh, it's Gwyneth Pearl. So, Aww. Yeah. So Pearl. It. And then performance is, 
I don't know. I love improving the performance of people, processes, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So performance is important and also like a bit of the wellness part in there. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Hmm, It takes a lot of grit to make a pearl. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. So what else new are you, what have you tried in the last year? Oh, golly. Um, yoga in a yurt I've tried. Uh, nice. yes. I found a new, a new spot where I go into the forest and there's a yurt there and I do yoga there. It's beautiful and wonderful. Um, I went back to school. That was probably the biggest thing. Like, I mean, I'd gone to university before, but I'd never gone to university while working full-time, creating a business and raising three children. So that was a brand new thing. Yeah. (laughs) I um, started teaching at um, a local college. So I teach a course to all international students. So new to Canada about Mm -hmm. how to write their resume and and do interview skills and things like that. So that's fun. I took golf lessons. I, I, you know, did this beekeeping thing where I like actually helped take the um, frames out of the beehive and get the bees off of it and take the honey out of there and harvest, harvested the honey for a day. Yeah. Lots of fun, new things. Yeah. Yeah. No, were all of those spontaneous things or some of them planned? Um, I think probably more planned than not than spontaneous. Um, Mm -hmm. but where someone said, Hey, do you want to do this? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm just curious to know if you plan your, if you plan your life, like how intentional do you get with these new experiences and new goals setting? Like, do you sit down at the beginning of the year or do you think you will, as you kind of reiterate yourself? Yeah, I, de- I plan definitely a week at a time. I want to know what's mm-hmm. going on for the week, but beyond that, not really. Um, yeah. And like a lot of it is when things come up, right? Like I've been to mm-hmm. going to a lot of networking events, a lot of different retreats, did my first ever cold plunge, which was absolutely yeah. amazing. All right. She's um, in the ice baths. Yeah. Okay. That's how we know she's yeah. our people. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that was amazing. But also I, on my first cold plunge experience the people that I met at that event I think will be friends for life like it was amazing so yeah it was a it was a really cool event Mm -hmm. um yeah so I do I like to know I like to have a plan um but if I was walking down no I am definitely getting more spontaneous yeah like I was on a drive with my brother and we drove past this place and I'm like we should stop there and he was like oh we got to get to where we're going so then yeah. on the way home, I'm like, we don't have to get anywhere. We're going to stop there. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like, it's what you want to do. It was a brewery yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Nice. I'm like, it's got to be good. Let's check Let's it go. out. Yeah. Why not? So, right. Yeah. Why not? So, you only live so, once. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So yeah, really focused on living my best life and helping other people do the same, but trying those new things is so like, it's almost like it's like an excuse to not, to not follow the rules or to not follow the plan. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. I try new things. Like I'm going to go do this. Right. And people are like, yeah, who are you? (laughs) Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you not? Why would you not? Exactly. Yeah. That's it. I have more things to try. My sister surfs at, on Lake Superior. Wow. Um, She she lives on Lake Superior in Northern Ontario and she surfs in the fall and I'm going to go this fall and try that with her. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. How exciting. Yes. That will yes. be a blast. 
Yes. My husband and I uh, got scuba dive certified this year. Oh, cool. And so we just did our first open water certified dive in in Nicaragua, just about, I'm sorry, in Costa Rica about two weeks ago. So it was amazing. And I was something I thought I would never, just like you, I'm like, I would never like mm -mm. my anxiety. You think I can control my breath under and like with, if you're doing the ice baths, you're probably doing breath work. I've done so much breath work to breathe only through my nose over the last two years. And all of a sudden I have to only breathe through my mouth. I'm freaking out here, but we did it and we both did it together and we did it scared. And it's been amazing. Like I want to live, I could meditate under there. Like I could live underwater. I'm probably going to die chasing a neon fish. I guarantee it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's something new, right? Something I never thought I do. Um, it's it's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, opens your mind to possibility, right? So then if you can try those new things, imagine what you can try in your business. You Mm -hmm. can, you know, send that newsletter. You can, you know, send that DM. You can do that reel. You can get on camera. You can be more visible. Like yes, you're developing that (laughs) muscle of being brave and like telling fear to get the hell out of here. Right. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Screw fear. I mean, it's going to be there. So just do it anyway. You have to just do it anyway. You're absolutely right. It's like flexing a muscle. Yeah. Exactly. The more we do yeah. that's out of that box, the more comfortable we get just being that person. Yes. Yeah. I'm the kind of person that yeah. does new things. Get yes. used to it. Yes. And I don't need to follow all the rules anymore. It's a big that's thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. You yellow gold. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. I love it. I love personality tests like that. They, they, um, I mean, they're fascinated by all those things. Yeah, totally. So. Totally. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today, Sarah. And um, if you can, you tell the audience where they can go over and claim your new offer uh, and connect with you on socials. Totally. Yeah. So all of the information about the coaching program is at sarahkinlin.com. Head on over to my website and then on Instagram at Pearl Performance Inc. And on LinkedIn, I'm the only Sarah Kinlin. So pretty lucky that way. <laughs> Yay. So yeah. Uncommon last names. Congratulations. Exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> well, thank but you. still easy to say. And <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like something, yeah. whatever, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with a silent so. cue. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you for being my guest all the way from Ontario. And thank you for being a queen that leads. If you are looking for performance coaching, you want to make a decision in your life, move from point A to point B, go over to sarahkinlin.com and check out her 10 week program. Thank you, Sarah, for being my guest. Thank you so much, Amy. It was so much fun. 